To the 49th episode of the Game Wave podcast. My Mine... name's Mike. <sighs> <laughs> Bloody hell. My... See, it's that fluidity that we've lost. Yeah. Well, my name's Joe. Yeah, well, yeah, and my name's Mike, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is episode 49. We haven't recorded one in about how long now? Um, well, there's not been one for a couple of months, but. For me, I've not been one in, in like, years, yeah. maybe ten years. <laughs> I mean, the last one that came out was a guest hosted episode. The last one that I did was in December. So, yeah, the last one that you did. No idea. I can't even remember it. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was in Sheffield at your student house. Was it? Wasn't it? Yeah, and you had uh, Vista and it took about half an hour for your computer to <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. Oh, that was ages ago. But through the, the wonders of technology, I'm in Japan. Mike's, you're in Manchester, aren't you? Yeah, that's right, yeah, Manchester. But we've managed to get together on Skype for, for the listeners' enjoyment. It's, um, it's 8 o'clock in the evening here. What time is it over yeah. there, Mike? It's midday here, yeah. Midday. Just woke up. Because you're usually in a bad mood when you wake up, aren't you? Are you feeling all right now? Um, yeah, I'm surprisingly happy this morning. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah. But I'll, I'll tell you what, we've forgotten, I've just forgotten to do the, the introduction, the actual proper introduction. What proper introduction? The thing that I always say at the start of every episode. We'll be bringing you, yeah, I can't remember yeah, it, yeah, I yeah. thought I'd say it, but I can't remember it. Yeah, yeah, well, I'll do it now, if I can remember it. So, um, yeah, this is the Game Wave podcast where we hope to bring you the best in original video game style music. Everything we play on the show is inspired by video games in some way, there you go. Oh, nice one. Yeah, yeah. Still got it after all these years. And um, do you remember, I came up with that on the spot, on like <laughs> the very first, the test episode we did before we started seriously recording episodes. Do you remember? Like we were yeah, like, oh, oh what, what were we going to say? And I, I just came up with it like that. Yeah, because I was worried that we'd be sat around and not be able to think of anything to say and you just like brat that Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. That's the kind of quick, quick thinking you need to be a podcast presenter. Because the podcast, it's a, it's a merciless medium. Like If you get it wrong, then pff, you've got to go back and record that take all over again. <laughs> yeah, merciless. Flaking reviews. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so um, how's it going? How's it going? Yeah, good. Um, yeah, I'm uh, still in Manchester, like, doing my last year of uni. Right. So, uh, yeah, oh yeah, because I changed course and everything. Computer music technology now. Did oh. I tell you? Yeah, you did. That's quite relevant to the podcast, then. It is, actually, yeah. 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 I'm going to be doing some um, generative music this year. Oh, generative. Which is like, you write a program with loads of rules and stuff, and then it sort of randomly generates songs. Oh, wow. So that'd be very good. Like, they do all these, you know, like, ambient kind of nonsense songs, but, like, <laughs> I was thinking I might make some generative chip tunes. Oh, yeah, sick. They'll be the first in the world, I think. Oh, nice one. Yeah, I've not heard of that generative music. Yeah, I think it's pretty new. New concept, really. Mm. Yeah, what about you? What have you been doing? 
Well, yeah, as I said before, I'm in Japan right now. Um, I'm working in a city called Aomori, which means blue forest in English. Um, I'm working in the city hall basically as a translator. Do a lot of translating. Um, like, if anyone in the city hall needs anything, um, putting from Japanese to English or the other way around, they just bring it to our department mm -hmm. and sort them out. Oh, that's cool. Is it like technical documents or...? Yeah, it varies. Um, yeah, I've done letters, I've done like legal contracts, I've done like bus maps, like bus routes, a bit of everything really. Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Catching catching a train in Japan was quite difficult, I found. Yeah, yeah. Well, not here, because um, my translations are just, they're well good. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll talk about Japan a bit later. Um, okay. Yeah. That first track we just played for you there was called Business Trip by George and Jonathan and that's from their recently released album The Best Music. They're not making any bones about that. The Best Music there. And actually when you download the album, which you can download for free from their website, which will be in the show notes as usual, um, under genre, when you upload it into iTunes, the genre as well is The Best Music. So, yeah. Well, they know what they're doing. So oh, yeah, they're confident. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. Right, anyway, it's autumn, or for you Americans, it's fall. So this next this next track, I picked it out especially. It's called Five Minutes of Autumn by Toledo Fusion.
So, despite the fact that we haven't recorded a new podcast episode in quite a while now, we've still been getting quite a few listener emails, which we're quite appreciative of, and um, Mike's going to read one of them out for us now. Yeah, we've had an email from Jonathan Pendergrass, who says, Hi guys, I know you're super busy with school and all, but I'd just like to say I miss, miss your show, and I hope you get back on the air soon. Not only would I like to submit music to you guys again, in brackets, I was in the 18th episode, 8-Bit Gin. Well, that was a long time ago. Yeah, well, oh wait, did I say 8th? I meant 18th. No, you said 18th. Still a long oh, cool, time ago. Okay. Yeah. There's lots of 8s in this uh, paragraph, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it continues with, uh, but I want to keep updated with all the great chiptune and video game inspired music that you play on the show. Anyway, this is totally a shout out and I can't wait to hear more. Jonathan. Sweet, yeah. There's so, your shout yeah. out. Shout out to Jonathan. Yeah, shout it out. Um, shout it out! <laughs> yeah, so if you want to send us any more emails, send them to the usual address, that's still going, contact at gamewavepodcast.com um, and if you have any requests, any artists or any specific tracks you want to hear, then send those in and we'll do our best. We even had some dedications, didn't we, back in the day? Like, didn't, didn't one guy once send in, like, a request and say, oh, I dedicate this to my girlfriend or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. we can do that. We need some more of them. We want to make love happen on the Game Wave podcast. <laughs> I want someone <laughs> to get married because I played them, like, some chip tunes. That's what I was going to say. Well, oh, we should have, um, yeah, we should have someone get married on the next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's our silver wedding That is very true. Like, let's celebrate our 50th anniversary with your wedding. Let's, like, combine it. Make it a big event. Yeah. Oh, we could uh, track out, like, the, um, you know, the wedding march. Yeah, there's a chip tune. We'll get someone to do a chip tune in the wedding march, yeah. Be sick. So, um, if you're planning to get married, even if you're not, just find someone, propose to them, and let's let's sort it out for the next episode, yeah. episode 50. It could be a marriage of convenience. Exactly. Just any Shotgun marriage. marriage. It could be a, a civil partnership, in fact. I don't see why that would... Yeah, no problems with that. This is good. Yeah, yeah. Anything. Any union between <laughs> two human beings. Um, let's just... Or man and beast. No, no, no. Well. Why limit it? <laughs> what, to humans? Yeah. Because I don't see why people would marry... You know, like, when they get their dogs married and stuff. What, when um they marry their dog or they, like, get two dogs no. married or what? Um, well, both, really. <laughs> Anything involving pets and marriage, I just think is a bit strange. Because, uh, you know, you can't say, you know, um, do you, you know, do you, Sarah, take Butch <laughs> to be your, or whatever. Yeah, you yeah. Can, you, know, you can say I do, but they can't, can they? They just can say woof. They, they might want to, but they can't, can they? So. Oh, you mean, oh, oh, I haven't thought about that. I suppose they could, like, sign something with their foot. <laughs> yeah. No. There might be a consenting dog. There is a chance that they want to get married. <laughs> but it's slim, isn't it? It is. And let's be honest, if animals are getting married, what what separates us from them? What separates the humans from the animal kingdom if animals are getting married? Empathy. Maybe. Mind you, Bonobo chimps like do a bit of that as well. So do they? Yeah, they yeah, they they feel really bad like when they hit each other and stuff. <laughs> right. Okay. I'm gonna put my foot down. I'm gonna say no 
bestial marriages. Just two humans. That's all we want. That's all we ask. And we'll um, we'll sort it out for next episode. <laughs> okay. Wicked. Coming up next is a song called Ultramarine in brackets free by Bitrat. Yeah, this is from his latest release called Test Subject. Uh, we released this on Pterodactyl Squad. And since recording the last episode of the Game Wave podcast, there's a ton, just too many new releases to mention on Pterodactyl Squad. That's the net label that I run. Um, but head on over to ptesquad.com and you can download some new stuff by Nesmetal, Bitrat, um, a group called Noise Waves, and loads of other stuff for free. All chip tune, all 8 bit, pretty sick. Check it out.
So, Joe, uh, you're in Japan. Yes, I'm in the land of the rising sun. Um, <laughs> I graduated Japanese studies at Sheffield University in July, and I started my job over here in August. So I've been here a couple of months now. But yeah, really enjoying it. You've been in Japan ages, though, haven't you? You've been living there for ages and that. Well, um, yeah. If you remember, I lived here for a year, two years ago. And you actually came to visit me, didn't you, when I was living in Kobe? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you remember that time uh, we didn't buy Kobe beef? Didn't we? Yeah. Because I had it. You had, well... It must have been after you left. Yeah, yeah, it must have been after you left. It's too expensive. It is, but I got it for free. Because I got friendly with like um, this guy who ran a rest restaurant. And just oh, before I left for England, he gave me some for free. Yeah, but he, it was that same guy who gave us snails, do you remember? Oh, that, yeah, he was very good. Yeah, because we went to his restaurant, didn't we? And we were just saying random foods. We were like, yeah, we were just like, do you like snails? Like, because I knew he liked French cooking. And then he just cooked them for us, didn't he? For free. Yeah, snails. They were, like, fried in butter and garlic. And, oh, man, they were great. And didn't he make us, like... Did we have clams or oysters or something as well, for free? I, I think we had clams, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pretty sick, that was. Yeah, cooked in the same way, actually. Yeah. What, just smothered in garlic? Yeah, they were incredible. Yeah, they were nice. That place was awesome. And that beer they had was really good. Yeah. Well, Japanese beer, yeah, it's different, isn't it? It's um, it's quite light and very fizzy. Yeah, it's like a lager, I suppose, but I don't, I don't usually drink lager. Right. Yeah, it makes a nice change. It's good in the summer because one of the things with Japanese beer is they always serve it like cold. It's always, it's yeah. got to be cold. It's not like British ale where it's just like room temperature. Yeah. Yeah, and people don't, people I talk to don't seem to realise how hot it is in Japan. It's like hot all the time and humid. Right, well, yeah, it was when you came over, because you came over in the summer, didn't you? In the middle of the summer. Yeah. Yeah. The place I'm in now, Aomori, it's right at the top of Japan. So, obviously, it's going to be a bit colder. And um, the weather's already started turning cold. Like, it's nearly October now, so it's getting it's getting fairly chilly. But, yeah, when I came here, it was still red hot. Oh, yeah, you know that drink, Calpis? <laughs> yeah. Are they having the vending machines? I found some. In Manchester? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've got like a litre carton of it. But oh, carton? Um, yeah, in fact, let me get it. Hang on. Alright. Yeah, Japan has some pretty mad drinks. Like, did you have melon soda when you were here before? Yeah, that was quite nice. Yeah, yeah. They have a lot of melon flavoured stuff. I'm kind of like I collecting it. it. I called it melonade. <laughs> yeah, melon yeah, soda. The, um, yeah, I've got this calpis. Yeah. But the writing's all in. Like in Japanese and and some Chinese, and I just don't know. Uh, I'm supposed to dilute it. Are you sure? Yeah. Have you tasted it? Um, no, nah, because it's concentrate. <laughs> so it'll probably kill me. What does it's, it uh, does it say in English that you got to dilute it? It's just got very clear diagrams. <laughs> I've got to put. I've got to mix it with soda, so I'll probably just use lemonade. Uh, take a picture and send it me, and I'll tell you what it says. Okay. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It says Calpis is a cultured milk drink, a refreshing gift from nature. <laughs> well, yeah, can't argue with that. Dude, I took it to the till and I, I had like two quid in my hand. Right. Because I didn't look at the price, so I just put it down and she was like, seven ninety-five. <laughs> I can't believe how much I paid. That reminds me of the time I went to the Coca-Cola factory in um in sixth form. 
because we everything had... reminds you of that time. <laughs> yeah, me and Heffa, like, because we used to be in the same business class, we went on a trip to the Coca Cola factory. Um, yeah. There was this special room that we walked past, right? And there was like these big blocks with like white sheets over them, and like men in white coats, like just walking around with clipboards. And apparently they have these like giant cubes of just concentrated cola. And what they do is they like cut a slice off and then with that they can make like 20,000 bottles of cola. Like, and if you were to like ingest just the tiniest bit, if you were to lick the side of that cube, you'd just like, that would just like ruin you because it's like so concentrated. Ambrosia. Yeah, that's like... Uh... Sounds like Willy Wonka and Chocolate Factory or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's mad. Well, that's what the tour guide said anyway. That sounds like something you'd make up, though, if he was really bored. Ah, <laughs> oh, speaking of Coke. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, man. You know, my, uh, well, I've got a new computer now. Right. And, um, yeah, I was drink. well, I was drunk, to be fair. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and Megan was here, and we were just chatting, and I had my, like, Oh, I was drinking Jolt Cola. Jolt Cola? That? Is that like some super cheap, like, cola? No. No, it's an American one. Ah, uh, Jolt Cola? Yeah, it's right. Does it, it give you a jolt? It does, yeah. Seriously, it's got <laughs> so much caffeine in it and taurine and, and lots of things. Uh. And, uh, yeah, it comes in these cans that are, like, they're really tall. I think it's a litre, in fact. <laughs> a litre can? Yeah, seriously, it's just weird. It looks like a thermos flask or something. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I was drink, you know, put loads of, like, vodka in that, I was drinking it. Right. And, uh, and um, yeah, my computer, like, lives next to my desk, on its side, with the case off, you know, to keep it cool. Yeah. Because <laughs> my other computer was just a nightmare, shut down all the time, because it overheated. And, uh, yeah, yeah, so long story short, I was drunk, knocked a can upside down in my computer <laughs> and it just like went in and landed up on the motherboard and it just fried everything about it oh seriously yeah just destroyed it yeah completely ruined it and i yeah i spent ages trying to repair it but, uh, and that was jolt cola that was um i can't remember if it was if it was jolt cola or just the empty can that i was using with normal cola by that point <laughs> Is the can that good? It, it was wicked. Well, I've thrown it away now because I was pretty angry. Oh, you should, <laughs> you should have taken a picture of that as well. I want to see it. <laughs> I can have a look. I might, might still have it. My room's quite a mess. <laughs> the moral of the story is just keep. Don't your drink case American shut. Cola. No, 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 no. Just keep your case shut. Okay. And waterproof, in fact. Well, I've got a laptop, so I think I'll be alright there. My friend um, in school, like, ages ago, I was talking to the mum, and I was like, oh, yeah, because I went round the house for tea or something. We were real little. Yeah. And I was like, oh, could, should, we, should we go and watch TV? And the mum was like, you can't watch TV. I've broken it. <laughs> and I was like, what? And she was like, I was, I was cleaning. I put my cup of tea on it, and then I was leaning behind it to clean behind the TV and knock the, the cup of tea into the TV. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, that made me laugh. And I was like, how could he be so stupid? And uh, I you didn't learn, did you? probably drunk. <laughs> All right, yeah. That says um, says something about the friends you used to hang around with at school. 
yeah, children of alcoholics. <laughs> that won't happen these days because these days TVs as flat as anything. You can't balance in anything on them, can you? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's quite hard to imagine. Yeah. Really, put, putting a, tea, uh, a cup of tea on a TV. Yeah. Seems like uh, an impossibility, but it wasn't back then. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for the, the younger listeners, we used to have TVs that uh, they're quite wide. Yeah, they? they are. Well, I've got one in my apartment now. I'm looking at it now, because like oh, yeah. everyone in Japan, that basically like um, LCD TVs and all that, they haven't really caught on yet. But the Japanese oh. government um, are doing this thing where they're stopping analog transmissions next year, so everyone has to buy oh. um, LCD TVs or digital TVs. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're doing that here. I, I yeah. don't think they've done it entirely, but they're doing it sort of. Yeah, cool. you go into some like ramen shop in the middle of nowhere, and they're mm. these old people who they they ain't got a clue that they're switching the analog signal off. Yeah, yeah. Like they're just gonna wonder what's happened when the TV don't work anymore. And uh, I don't think it's a good thing at all. I don't, I don't see. I don't see why you would. Why would you bother? Well, yeah, I guess it's just to save money somehow. But to be honest, I prefer analog TVs. Yeah, apparently here they were, um, the government was like putting loads of money into the digital switchover, they call it. Yeah. And, um, you know, publicising it and whatever and, and buying all the new antennas, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, because of the, um, you know, the credit crunch. <laughs> the, uh, you know, the depression, or whatever you call it. <laughs> because they of the d- depression, them. they're um, switching from analogue to digital. Is that going to solve it? Yeah, them? yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what caused it. <laughs> All right. It all makes sense now. <laughs> yeah. But um, where am I going to balance my cup of tea? Hey, that's what I want to know. Um, well, I don't really drink a lot of tea, so I don't have that problem. I drink cold drinks. Where are you going to balance your cold drinks? In my stomach. <laughs> In my hand. I Just mean. get them drank. Just get them down. Yeah. Drink it, and then... If you want a drink later on, get another one later on. Yeah, it's a good policy. You don't need to like have a line of cups of teas, do you? Oh, just put them on the floor then. And then you can't <laughs> fall anywhere. That's true. Speaking of drinks, like, um, do you remember when you were in Japan and they had that um, cocoa called Van Van Houten cocoa? Uh, <laughs> and we always used to say it'd be better if they called it Van Halen cocoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been drinking quite a bit of that. And um, there's I can't this. Remember, it was really sweet, wasn't it? I think is that everything is sweet, yeah. Yeah. Like you can buy like cold coffee in cartons. It's really milky, really sweet. I get that sometimes. Mm. Um, yeah, nice. And they've just started doing this promotion where all the cartons have Pac-Man on them. Why? Like they've took the logo off and replaced it with Pac-Man. Why are people so obsessed with Pac-Man? I yeah. don't get it. I just. I, I love really Pac-Man. What are you on about? It just, it's not that good. It's alright. It? How long have you played it for? Uh, what, like in one go? Yeah. Or like through all my life? like. In one go? I don't know, like half an hour. Nah, you play it for like a minute and you're like, oh, this is annoying. Yeah, if you're any good, then you keep going. I know, but every level's like the same. Yeah, but it gets faster, doesn't it? If you can, um, if you like, look into the game's code, you figure out all the, the physics and everything, and there's like proper yeah. strategies and everything. It's quite interesting. 
I just don't think it's that good for it to be like people still obsessing about it 30 years later because I, I, I just see people with like do you know what I mean like older people like there's Pac-Man on posters <laughs> there's people with Pac-Man shirts I mean look the I've got some sweets and it's in a you know the ghosts right it's a little tin of, that's a ghost and there's sweets of them in it but to be honest I'm a Pac-Man fan so I'm going to have to disagree with you well yeah, fair enough. I just think that there's other games that were around that time and af- and shortly after that just like equally as good. Really? You know what I mean? Like what? Well, I can't think off the top of my head. What what year was it? 1980 was it 83? Around oh, then. Yeah. I've got the board game. I got the board game at home. Well, the wizard was 89. Yeah, that's 6 years. That's a long time. Yeah, but when when did Mario want? They couldn't out? just go waiting about. Say, oh, I'm not going to play Pac-Man. I'm going to wait six years till Super Mario Brothers Three comes out. No, well, when did Mario One come out? That was eighty six, I think. Eighty six, exactly. That's only a couple of years late, and that's like that's three years. That's a long time. It's eighty five, in fact. I've just checked. Pac-Man. No, Mario Super Mario. Oh, was it? Yeah, but yeah. two years. What they're going to do for two years? What do you mean? I mean. You need... They can't wait two years just because they don't want to play Pac-Man. Well, of course they can't. No, no, I see what you mean, but I just I just think, like, you know, I could have a little tin here that's like a Goomba. <laughs> yeah. It's not the best example because there's probably loads of those, but... <laughs> well, I think we'll have to agree to disagree there. All right. Yeah. Coming up next, we've got a song called Naga Sotuva by Norin Rad. Yeah, this is from his recent album Anomaly, which has been in the works for a while now. You can download it for free from pause at iimusic.net. Here's a little blurb that comes with the album. Anomaly is the newest album from Canadian chiptune artist Norin Rad. Four years in the making, Anomaly is a concept album following a mortal traveller exposed to the horrors of infinite time and space. Musically, Anomaly weaves together the genres of technical death metal, prod rock and thrash into extremely complex and anomalous arrangements. So, if you're into metal and you're into chip tunes, definitely check this out. Norin Rad's been slaving away on this album for a long time now, and here's one of the tracks for you now.
So, as you can hear there, Norin Rad's got vocals on his tracks, and what he wanted to do was take the concept of death metal and make it completely 8-bit. So, he recorded vocals, and he's actually played them through the NES 8-bit sound chip, through the DPCM channel, and that's why they've got that grainy feel. Yeah, the DCPM channel is, um, I think it's only 8-bit, so it's like, well, it's only just above um, the sort of limit that, um, like, a human can tell that it's human speech. Ah. Uh. If you were to if you were talk to talk into it, I think, I think if it's any less, you can't like tell that it's words. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I think it. I think it's four bit or eight bit. Four bit. What's Game Boy was four bit, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wizard needs food. Yeah. You can only just tell that it's words. <laughs> I see. Yeah, so definitely check out that new album, Anomaly, from Norinrad. You can download it for free over at Pause. Oh, I've just figured out why Pac-Man is, like, why his face is everywhere. Why? Well, I mean, you know, you see on posters, like, for club nights and stuff, it's just Pac-Man, like, for no reason, really, that I can figure out, because the music isn't Pac-Man themed. What, you see it in just, Manchester? Yeah, yeah, everywhere. There's Pac-Man on everything. Right. It's like trendy and stuff, but it's—I mean—he eats all those pills, doesn't he? Yeah, that's game. what he does: pills and ghosts, and like some fruit now and then. Yeah, I don't think it's about the last two things. But <laughs> I think, you know, probably because he eats all those pills. That's like what you know. Well, yeah, it's Manchester in it, so you know what people are like pilling up every night. <laughs> pilling up like Pac-Man. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what why his face is everywhere, which makes sense, I suppose. It does. Fair play. If you're a student, that makes sense. Yeah. So, recently in Japan, the Blip Festival held its first Japanese event in Tokyo. That happened on the 4th and the 5th of September. Quite a few artists performed, including Null Sleep, Saber Pulse, Bitshifter, Goto80, YMCK... And my good friend, James, he went down and he's taken a few videos of the event. And he's also sent me some links. Um, he sent me loads of links for um, videos from the event and photos. So I'll throw them up in the show notes. And if you want to see what happened at Blip Festival Tokyo, then just follow those links. Um, James is also organising an event called Cheap Beats. He held the first one a couple of months ago. And the next one is going to be on December the 18th in Tokyo. So if we've got any listeners who live in the Tokyo area, then I'll upload the link for that as well. It's www.cheapbeats.net. That'll be in the show notes. And the last one was actually attended by Nintendo legend Hip Tanaka, who you've heard of, haven't you, Mike? Um, have I? <laughs> Yeah, well, he wrote the music for um, many a famous game, like, um, what's he written it for? Let's have a look. Metroid, Donkey Kong, Super Mario Land, Dr. Mario, Duck Hunt. Yeah, Yeah, all those old nice games. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know if he'll be attending the next one, but he might be. That'd be pretty cool. It would. So check that out. That's Cheap Beats on December the 18th. It's in Tokyo somewhere. I'll upload the links to the website and you can check that out. Nice one. And coming up next, we actually have a track from James 
under his artist moniker, which is Cheap Shot. And this is from his latest album, Splat. A bit of chiptune drum and bass for you. It's called Rick Dangerous.
Our next track comes from a recent release on 8-Bit Peoples. It's a joint album from Kuva and Little Scale. The track is called Two Warriors and the EP is also called Two Warriors. And it's quite interesting because on this album Kuva used a Game Boy with Nano Loop while um, Little Scale used a Sega Nomad. <laughs> yeah. A Sega Nomad. So this might be the first time we play a chip tune on the Game Wave podcast that has been made with the Sega Nomad. Not quite how can sure. You make a game on that. I mean, a song on that. Yeah, not quite sure how you'd go about that, but because it, it, I think it, it, yeah, you just it just plays normal uh, Sega Mega Drive or Genesis games, doesn't it? So there must be some kind of cartridge out there for making music on a Mega Drive. Which oh man, I need to find that out. That's true. That be, That's good thinking, Mike. Best thing. Yeah, yeah. Like that ever happened to me? But I haven't. Uh, I, I was going to buy a Sega Nomad, but I think they use. Um, I think you need six AA batteries. To power it. Oh, even more. How many did you need for the Game Gear? Game Gear? I, don't, I think probably about the same, actually. Yeah, yeah. It was so heavy. <laughs> Game Gear, though. Amazing console. Way ahead of its time. I remember playing that, like, in 1990 or something. 1992. And just thinking, this is amazing. This is, like, ten times better than a Game Boy. Because it's in colour. Yeah, yeah. Colour, wasn't it? Yeah. And if you had um, a power supply, batteries weren't much of an issue, really. No. Not nearly yeah. as good as the Nomad, though. I always wanted one of those. Yeah. I don't think they were, ve- they were very popular you know, in England, though. I've never played a Nomad, so yeah, I don't know. It's massive. It's like a Game Gear, but you plug actual Mega Drive games into yeah, it yeah, in the yeah. back. <laughs> well, if you've got a Mega Drive, why do you need a Nomad, you know? Uh, for when you're on the run, you know, on the bus or something. Streets of Rage, imagine playing that on the bus. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do, because I've got my GP2X. Well, so, well we're yeah. living in the future now, but... Back then. Yeah, yeah, back then. Back in the uh, in the 90s or whatever. Exactly. That'd be wicked. I bet they were expensive, though. I bet they were. Mm-hmm. Well, the batteries alone. Yeah. Probably end up costing more than the console. <laughs> anyway, this is Two Warriors from Coover and Little Scale.
Yeah, I just thought I'd uh, mention some games I've been playing because I started playing World of Warcraft. Oh, you didn't, did you? Yeah. Yeah, Fenwick persuaded me. Oh, I bet he did. Yeah, I'm level uh, level 70 as well, out of 80. <laughs> On the Guardian website today, I was reading about um, a Michael Jackson MMO RPG. <laughs> it's not out yet, but they're making it. <laughs> what? It's going to be mental. What? What's the context? It's somewhat like, it's going to be very similar to World of Warcraft, but it's like worlds based on his songs. Like, there'll be like Billie Jean World or something. That'll be so tacky. Yeah, it's a shame. I think they should just leave him alone. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you know, um, got this new computer. It's like, uh, it's on Windows 7, so there's an upside, because I can play Just Cause 2. What's that? It's this game... It, it's hard to explain, but you can you have this like grappling hook, okay, and you can just throw it at something, and and it, you you pull yourself up to it, and you can parachute, and you can. It's just really hard to explain because you can like fall as far as you want, yeah. and then just open your parachute or grappling hook onto the ground below you, and it is mental. It's right good. If so you get a chance to play that, you should check it out because it's it's hilariously good fun. So there ain't really but, any goal to it. It's just like jumping about with a with a grappling hook. There is a goal, it's got some kind of plots, it's something like, uh, it's kind of like Red Faction, if you played the new Red Faction one. No. It's kind of like that. But anyway, I just thought I'd mention it. It sounds um, pretty sweet, yeah. It is, it is really good. You know, um, have you played Cave Story? Yeah. Because that's well good. Just yeah. I wanted to mention that as well, I've nearly completed it, but I can't do the last like, last couple of bosses. There's like four yeah. bosses in a row. I played that two or three years ago, yeah. It's, that was, um, it was an indie game, wasn't it, and it got massive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's dead good. Yeah. Was it? Wasn't that originally Japanese as well? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think it might be. Oh, yeah. sweet. Yeah, I haven't been playing too many games. I mean, um, I brought my Game Boy with me to Japan, my Game Boy Advance, and I've mm. been like the first month when I didn't have internet, I was playing like Super Puzzle Fighter and um, a bit of Super Mario Land and some Pac-Man actually. Oh yeah. Apart from that, I haven't been playing too much though. I've been playing Minecraft, like for just like six hours a day. Minecraft, not familiar with that. It, it's um, well, you can go on Minecraft.net and there's like a, a free version of it you can play. Classic, it's called. Okay. And uh, oh, it's immense. You just run around. It's like a 3D game, and uh, you run around and you can place blocks or destroy blocks, and they're like sort of meter squared. They're just blocks. I mean. It's it's incredible. It's like the whole world is. Um, it's kind of like Lego. Right. Really. It's not like so, Gary's mod. No, there's not much like physics or anything complicated. Right. You just place these blocks and you can build like houses. It's kind of like pixels. Minecraft. You know, so you can, yeah, you can do pixel art and stuff. Not Minesweeper. No, no, it no. Okay. It's not really similar. It's like Minecraft because you can sort of mine underground and things if you want, uh. and you can. And you can craft like new blocks. Ah, I see what they did there. Yeah, it's clever, isn't it? Yeah, I might check that out then. It's worth, yeah, it's worth it. It's so addictive. Oh, so okay. I just had to mention it. Sweet, yeah. The next song coming up is Mikado Dreamtime by uh, Project Dolphin, and you can get on their website by going to projectdolphin.bandcamp.com. And uh, yeah, they've released um, a, an album that you can download. I think it costs a bit of money, but yeah, you can download it. And it says, um, high-energy fusion with a video gamey twist. 
the debut EP from Project Dolphin, massively inspired by Japanese jazz fusion, coffee, 90s video game soundtracks, and schmops. Yeah, it, you have to pay for it. I think it's three quid, three British pounds. I don't know how many dollars that would be, but it's definitely worth it. Um, these guys, like you say, they're mixing like jazz fusion with video game soundtracks, and they're from the UK as well. Nice. Right, so this has been episode 49 of the GameWave Podcast. Thanks for listening. Join us next time when hopefully we'll have some kind of marriage to um, <laughs> to pair up with our 50th anniversary. It'll be the 50th episode of the GameWave Podcast. As usual, 
If you want to send us any emails, send them to contact at gamewavepodcast.com. Our website is www.gamewavepodcast.com. And if you head to the episode section, you can check out the show notes, which will list all the tracks we've played and all the artists and their respective websites. And as usual, this episode is hosted by the lovely folks over at Pause. You can find them at iimusic.net. And I just want to give a quick shout out to Pale Death. I don't know, um, we might be playing a song of his next week, you think? Yeah, we will do, yeah. That'd be really good. I'm not exactly sure of his real name. It might be Stefan Hammerstedt, but I'm not sure. I think he's uh, a Swedish anyway, and he's he's a cracking bloke. And uh, yeah, I, I just wanted to give him a shout-out, because he's nice. He sent me... Uh, well, I was emailing him telling him how like, awesome he is, and he said, oh, do you want do you want me to send you like my all of my songs? <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, go on, then. You can't, he sent turn, me can't turn that offer down, can you? I know, he, some of them are 10 years old or whatever, but he said, yeah, 268 songs wow. in total. Yeah, that's a lot of songs. That's a, Yeah, that's going to take me quite... That's going to take us quite a few episodes to get through then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That links in quite nicely with our last track. Can you see the link there? Um, His country of origin. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Nice link there, Mike, yeah. Yeah, no problem. What is our what is our last track? Our last song is by uh, Machine Supremacy. Also from, from album, Sweden. It's Jets and Guns, I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The track's called Endgame. And um, we both found this track, like, independently of each other, didn't we? And yeah. um, we both love it. I've been listening to this track for years, but we just haven't got around to playing it on the podcast. And then you sent it me and you were like, let's play this on the next show. Yeah, I only found it... Well, I've had it for years, but just not really listened to it because it's. Uh, I started playing that game they had. The Jetsons. Oh yeah, is the game any good? It is pretty good. Is it, it is pretty good. Yeah, but they, it's hard, and I, I'm no good at those um, side scroller kind. It's of like Ikaruga in it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm useless at those kind of games really, so I didn't get very far. Fenwick's good at them. Some. Give it to Fenwick. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ah. Yeah. He might be coming up actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Sweet. is he? Sweet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they wrote the whole soundtrack, didn't they? And um, I think this must be the song from the credits. It's got that kind of vibe. Yeah, so I'd, I'd never hear it. That's the thing. <laughs> I see. Well, you're going to hear it now. And it's the last track of episode 49. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>